Welcome back to New Horizons. Your voice—I think I've said this before—but you have a audio book quality voice, dude. So there is a podcast called Detectives Don't Sleep, and the and and the orator is named Mark something. Make it up. The the stories are not even really that great. Thirty to forty five minutes about a classical. Uh, true crime story from the hundreds of years ago. Yeah. But his voice like gets me every week. I'm like, this story kind of sucks, but I'm still listening to <laughs> your voice. I'm in. Well, so today, you, yeah. I'll be reading Anne Rand. <laughs> and then I almost Atlas listened Shrugged. to Atlas Shrugged because my favorite audiobook narrator narrates it. And then I'm like, it's oh, a 62 still... hour audiobook. I'm like, I cannot do that. Now you're taking a, for those that don't know, this is the beers and beers podcast where yes. we sometimes talk about spirits, sometimes talk about football, but what I want to delve into right now yep. is David's quirky obsessions. As you can tell, craft beer is his thing. <laughs> so that's one of them. He's with what he's craft beer is a quirky obsession of yours. Oh, okay. Uh, he ran a triathlon quirky obsession. Also yeah. just found out today. We're asking for thoughts and prayers. He is going to try to kayak to italy yeah through and i'm starting on the ohio river <laughs> i think it connects you are tom sawyer in this bitch up. <laughs> i think it connects right it'll get it it ends somewhere yeah it has to dump me out you go it'll dump you into the mighty mississippi yeah no i well are you a I, river guy like for those that don't know not trying to dox david by giving you his address, but he <laughs> lives on the river. Yeah. No. Uh, well, I mean, I like, don't you ever just go down there and sit and watch the river go by? Not really. So where, where did we go? What's the Newport on the levee? Yeah. Where you're just kind of, they've got the little, um, you can pay like the quarter and look into the binoculars through the river. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Uh, what's no, going I don't on? ever do that. I usually don't have a quarter though, so it's kind of hard. <laughs> They'll take your cards. Yeah. Um. But Gary, so I'm I'm sandwiched in between vacations. Like you know that I had a vacation, and then I work a week, and then another vacation. I'm glad uh, you can pencil work in through your vacations. I know that's that's how I felt. But I went to Great American Beer Fest last week. Yeah, I wanted there. to. I wanted. To, I, I briefly talked to you about, that, but. I don't yeah. think you ran that by me. Did you did you use our corporate card for that? Yeah, I did. I thought I'd I don't know. I sometimes I get caught when up I saw in you post vacations pictures, I have, it's hard to remember. I had <laughs> to tell no earthly idea that you were in Denver. I thought did you that think was something I like all those? No, I didn't know it was oh. fucking I didn't know it was Colorado. I thought you were at some festival oh. you know that uh Well, yeah. So we went to Denver Ohio and I I realized something about myself. You know how you said that I have you know, not a beer. I'm not addicted to beer. I'm addicted to breweries. Yeah. Drinking all of the beer, like, you know, going to up, up to the booths and you drink the beer and, and you yeah. know, you tell them about your podcast. It's not, yeah, I actually did tell them about my podcast. Um, at, at the brewery that I, that was my 600th brewery. I was like, Hey, you guys were my 600th brewery. He's like, Oh, I'm actually like the social media guy. We, we, I like saw that. And he gave me a high five and gave me a little pen. It should have said they could that would be awesome better than a fucking pen. That would have been awesome if it said 600th brewery on it, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. We had this waiting for you. <laughs> or you go like you, when you went to Disney World on your honeymoon, did you get a pen that they write? Yeah, that so, like, just married. Yeah. Yeah. The but no, so I realized like the it's hard to know with like I enjoy the atmosphere of going to breweries as much as the beer. I would say it's like almost i thought it would be you know oh that's 10 percent of it but going to a beer festival which is cool because you drink you know drinking a lot of beer or whatever beer from all over the country and it very like i didn't have any the only beers that i had that i dumped were ones that were just like way too sweet and i'm like i don't even want to drink this because it's just gonna like make me sick because i'm drinking so much beer none of them were bad like i didn't have a bad beer at this at the festival you're just saying that no, I, I would tell you if I had a bad beer and I would tell you the, the brewery and I would say never go. There. <laughs> but I mean, if you're if you're paying the amount that, you know, to go in, because this is the biggest beer festival in the country. Um, Why least, Denver? 
It's just always been there since the. I figured it would be 80s. 32 booths of Coors Light. Yeah. Coors Bank. Well, we talk. We're gonna talk about Blue Moon in a little bit, and I have a a, a Blue Moon story. Um, from and your Colorado. song this week's Blue Moon over Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the, I don't know. I, I realized it that going. I enjoy going to breweries more than I enjoy drinking. That was that an epiphany out. that I had, and I think you 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 realized that before I did. I'm almost I'm I'm nearly a psychologist. Yeah, you pretty much are. I mean, but we so we said we were going to start out talking about the Kelseys and how you're going to get a Jason Kelsey yeah. jersey because mm-hmm. uh, he's the hotter Kelsey brother is what I said. I don't know why Taylor didn't pay. Is he married? He is. Okay, darn. He's taken his so documentary his... on uh, Prime is pretty good. The the I'm just I'm, not, I'm over Bowl. the Kelsey brothers. I'm intrigued, man. His they Super got me. Bowl runner like, up, uh, <laughs> Super Bowl runner-up documentary. Is it both Kelsey brothers? It's both of them, yeah. Oh. Mama Kelsey. I know. Wore the split jersey. You, you know with, she... Partied with T-Swift in the box. You know box. She, likes, she likes Travis more. Though. I mean, he lands Taylor Swift. She's like, that's my favorite son. Like, he won the yeah. Super Bowl. He, now two, he's on two Super Bowls. Okay, so think about this. You think that you... he missed the first week because he was out banging taylor swift i wasn't gonna go that far i would i mean hanging out um the magnitude of that relationship yeah it's our they're already the biggest power not even power couple but biggest couple in the world like it and the thing is it definitely elevated him i mean he was already a big star but taylor swift is a whole different level I don't think that people realize how big Taylor Swift is, but is so I had this conversation. Is Taylor Swift more popular now because she was popular? Like, was that a force multiplier that she was already popular and then became like due to her popularity, it just ma- became it just, more popular? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I never really like if her last me. album was her first album, would anybody give a shit? Mm, no, because I don't think her most recent is her best, but I don't know. That's yeah. it. I, I shouldn't say that, but because I'm you should not. You get, live in a listen. We're get doxed. Or, yeah, <laughs> your wife's going to unplug all your equipment. I know. I shouldn't say anything negative about Taylor Swift because her fans will immediately, and including, like you said, the one in my house. So in my in my head, Travis was older. Yeah, he's like thirty four, maybe. They're both thirty three years old. Oh, okay, same as me. Are you we have a little triad going for now. You're almost thirty four. Yeah, I'm like a month older than Taylor Swift. She's born in November 1989. So we're about almost the same level of success. Who, us? No, me and Taylor Swift. Couple? Oh. Yeah. Um, the same. Just the stuff I was reading about how they thought they snuck her out in the popcorn cart and all. <laughs> like I saw pictures of her walking out with, with Mama Yeah, Kelsey. I saw the pictures, yeah. I was like, what, who? She has enough security. They don't need to. I mean, you see the the people around her at her concerts. Like she knows how to get in and out of a crowd. Oh yeah. Also, you know, at NFL stadiums, they've got tunnels, and they you don't get close to the players and locker rooms. Locker rooms. So one of the most entertaining posts I've seen in a while. Yeah. I hate to even say this, but you first. I think you debuted the material in our group chat, and then you actually turned into a Facebook post. (laughs) They, They got my wife's attention. She I know. Commented on it. That's how you know it's good. So for all those that don't follow you on social media, I'll put it on. It. I'll put it on our Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'll screenshot it. Or maybe Instagram. Maybe just say uh, it now so that people new can one, hear it. Threads. Uh, no. So yeah, I. Um, Angie was. We were talking, sitting there on the couch. You know, as a as our as we do as a couple. She can bond with you over football now. Yeah. And she said, you know, hey, you know, Travis Kelsey rented out a whole restaurant for Taylor Swift. And she said, how come you don't do that for me? I told her, well, you're forgetting about all the times that we were at Arby's and we were the only ones there. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, I've never talked to Have I talked about my Arby's obsession on this podcast? How I'm a, a meat man. They got the meats. Uh, my wife. I worked her, at Arby's. Her response was what? 
Yeah, Arby's, uh, flex that you have Arby's money. <laughs> Arby's money. Arby's is the most expensive fast food. Is it? I don't think it is. I mean, yeah. Especially if yeah. you get one of those uh, market fresh sandwiches. Oh, yeah. And I told her. And so my wife's thing. So I worked at Arby's when I was in high school and then beginning of college. And my wife's thing is always that she can bring up Arby's and I'll start talking about Arby's for at least 10 minutes. <laughs> She always makes fun Did of they trust it. you with the meat slicer? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's Arby's. You what do you mean, really? At that time, five, <laughs> I five was 15 the, an hour. Yeah, I was the first. So I worked at two different ones. First one I worked at, I made five eighty five, and that was actually like 70 cents above minimum wage. Whoa. They were, yeah, well, yeah, I was yeah, rolling in dough. I paid for my Nextel uh, construction worker phone with that. Um, But then I worked at a different, I worked at a different one, and I worked... Monday through Thursday, and I was the closer. I worked by myself on the back line, so I did everything. Gary, the whole. What would your out. life would have been if you just went through their management program? You'd have been like I regional mean, manager of ten Arby's right now. I probably would be assistant to the regional manager of ten mm-hmm. Arby's. Brings me to this point. Yeah, perfect transition. The rider strikes over right now. Yeah. Is the office coming back? A reboot. But is it? Yes. With um what's it Daniels? Greg Daniels confirmed. Word on the street is it's not gonna be the original cast. It's gonna be like kind of George Mandalorian. Uh, Did you watch The Mandalorian? No. Is that have so, people from the Mandalorian in it? Did you get so Toronto? the Mandalorian is set in the Star Wars world world. Oh, it's gonna be the Office universe. But it's gonna be like the Office universe, like Dunder Mifflin <laughs> now. I mean, they kind of they hinted at um, doing like a spinoff with Dwight when they brought in his family in like season nine. Yeah, but it didn't go over um, well, did it? I don't think so. Um, Greg Daniels had to do a reboot of The Office. Yep. I wouldn't lie to you about The Office. I know. It says there are no other details. I listened to, um, speaking of, of Dwight, I was listening to Joe Rogan and Oliver Anthony. I know I'm a toxic male. It's horrible. <laughs> you talked about, I didn't realize he was even on the yeah. Joe Rogan. And so they bring up Rain Wilson had a response to the Oliver Anthony song about, you know, there's a controversial line about people on welfare and, and fudge rounds and the whole night. Yeah. And they, they, it, it, I found it very funny that millionaires were complaining about billionaires. It basically was about, you, you, you need to focus on corporate greed and all this stuff. And like some millionaire <laughs> complaining about a billionaire. Like I get it, you know? Yeah. Just, I don't know. Is the government going to shut down? Um, probably. I would say that they are. Dude, that'd be the best thing ever happened in this country. Yeah, just no government. We'll probably run, run just fine. You know what we actually need? Okay, we need the mail. Kind of. Yeah. I feel like UPS and FedEx could take over. Amazon. Amazon. Amazon probably delivers more mail than the mail. Yeah. Um... As long as they just kept Hunter Biden's laptop safe. I feel like we need like national parks. I mean, they'll take care of themselves. What? What? Somebody after watering the grass? What are we talking about? <laughs> we need like the the maintenance of. I mean, it just doesn't like you know keeping them clean where they've got bathrooms stuff like Overrated. that. Overrated. Yeah. Let it go about six months with people there without a uh, without like park rangers. The park, uh, the park service has like I think they have the largest police force in, and the postal service has like a huge police force too. Did you know that? I mean, they got postal inspectors. Yeah, I wouldn't call them police, but no, they have postal police. They have in- enforcement officers. Yeah, postal police officers, PPOs. <laughs> That's what it says when I look it up. US no. USPIS dot gov. Oh, Lord. Um, all right. 
You already, you already talked about salary you think is. For starting out, probably it's a G12, G14, 70 grand starting out, probably. This says, according to ZipRecruiter, 49000 per year. A week. Twenty three seventy six an hour. All right. You ready? I got some news that's not on your list. Oh, okay. Our good friends over at Drizzly sent me this. Okay. Uh, online alcohol platform Drizzly's revealed its uh, 2023 bourbon forecast report, including the top 10 best-selling bourbons on the platform from 2022. Okay. I feel like we talked about this last year. Curious we did. It, it's it's a little it it I find it interesting some of the names. So the biggest selling um the list has remained stable. However, there were several changes. So <laughs> what the chat says, GPT write this? I don't know. It says the, the list the, is stable, but there were the changes. The list has remained stable, however, there were several <laughs> changes. So number one every the more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> Sorry. Let's just go top ten best selling <laughs> brands in order. Let me guess. You want to you want to go from ten to, to one or one to let's 10? go five. Let's go five to seven, <laughs> and then ten to eight. All right, we're gonna start. Let me 10. see. Hold on. Let me see how many I can guess. No, oh, hold on. Okay, I'll guess number one. All right, Jim Beam. Incorrect. On a number one is probably Woodford on Drizzly. Incorrect. Uh, Four Roses. Incorrect. Strike three. You're out. Those are all number in the top 10. ten. Okay, ten. Um, yes, everything you said is in the top ten. Okay. Number ten, Angels Envy. Okay. Number nine, Buffalo Trace. Okay. Number eight, Evan Williams. Okay, like the regular Evan Williams. It just says Evan Williams. Evan Williams. Okay. Number seven. Blanton's. Really? Then mm-hmm. number six. I didn't realize you could just order Blanton's on. Yeah, if it's available. <laughs> yeah. On number Drizzly. six, faux roses. Okay. Number five, Will top it. five, Basil Hayden. Okay. Number four, Jim Beam. Okay. Number three. All right, so now you know you know the top seven. Guess the top three. Woodford. Woodford is number three. Um, Maker's Mark. Number two is actually Bullet. Bullet is number one Maker's Mark. Number one is Maker's Mark. I feel like bullet it always surprises me how much, like how steadily it's in like the top five selling mm-hmm. things. It's like it's it's that it's that catch all, right? It's not cheap, yeah. it's not expensive. It's kinda got a cool bottle. Kinda got a cool bottle. Kinda it's got like you if we say bullet, you know what's what's cracking. Yeah. That sounds like that that list but is it's, it's, it's nobody's favorite of mine. Yeah. Like none of my friends would be like, Oh man, I want bullet over anything. No, I'd be like, Oh, you got bullet, cool. Yeah, it seems like that list is a nice, is an interesting mix of like everyday go tos and then like stuff that you would order for like a gift, right? Like, right. Good gift. Like yeah. if you're stiff, I'll, I'll, if you're sending someone a gift like via Drizzly, which bullet, I think you can do that, right? Uh, yeah. Basil Hayden, both like solid gift, gift time bourbon. Yeah. Also, even I was Woodford at Costco today. Yeah, Woodford. Like I said, they're, they're it's not you're not they're a twenty dollar bottle. It's not a hundred dollar bottle. Yeah. What'd you see at Costco? It's like Christmas gift sets already out. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll have to go. I was like looking at those. I usually don't buy anything, but I like looking at them. Uh, yeah, that's what I, I'm like. I would, I would rather buy for myself. <laughs> yeah. I buy my own gifts. In yeah. September, we are three, less than three months out from Christmas. So, well, I mean, it's, it's buzz, maybe when this podcast comes out, it's October. Yeah. Well, your mom probably already has her tree up. A shout out Kinda. to my mom. You know where my mom's at right now? Uh, at a casino, Vegas. She will be tomorrow. Wow. Oh. Tonight, the Rena. other half of the Thomas family is they're in Orlando. Oh. Uh, they are boarding a cruise. 
Okay, where's she going to? Jamaica, Bahamas. No, Jamaican me crazy. Uh, Cuba. Might be going to Cuba. (laughs) We're gonna go Guantanamo Bay. I think that would be a cheap Gitmo, baby. I heard. So I heard this commercial. It was Royal Caribbean, and they said cruises starting at three hundred and fifty dollars. So Gary, here's what we're gonna do. Me and you are gonna go on a three hundred and fifty dollar cruise. It's, but that, no, that's like taking an Allegiant flight. Like you're taking an Allegiant <laughs> oh, flight. That's crazy. What does like, that include? Does seats that... as low as twenty dollars. By the time you end up paying for it, it's five hundred dollars. You got to sleep standing up. Be like, oh, uh, well, if you want to breathe air on this flight, it's <laughs> it's an extra thirty dollars. I took a uh, Frontier flight. Never again. And Frontier is like a step up from Allegiant. The, the worst I hear, Spirit. Oh. Frontier. The I mean the actual flight was fine. It's just the people. It's like the like I'm gonna pay a little Everybody bit to be in a little bit of a better class of people. I mean, of course they do, but I don't need to be around them. Yeah. I forgot my glass upstairs. I'm gonna drink some bourbon, uh, David. Okay. Oh, I gotta get I gotta get a song prepared too. Um so I've not bought any new bourbon. I I was actually recommending let me run on this bourbon by you, see if you've ever heard of it. Okay. Silas Jones? No. So I didn't know what it was. I had to look it up. Silas Jones is a Sazerac product. They say it's just seventeen ninety two. Silas Jones bourbon. See what it looks like. Oh, it's it looks like the benchmark bottle. Yeah. It might it, it maybe be just benchmark. Uh well, but benchmark I'm going to throw back uh, here is Buffalo Trace. To one of the most expensive bottles I've ever bought. Yeah. Old Fitzgerald bottled in bond in the decanter bottle. I know. I like it. I, I do love the bottle. You had that on. Should have looked it up. It's been, like I, I've had it for a hot minute. I've not really drank a lot of it. I've shared it a lot. Oh, it's got a good, I mean, it's got a good seal on it. Yeah. That's one. Do you have any bottles that you would, you're going to keep the bottle? I have a bottle of... Like, once it's empty, I mean. Yeah, I have the bottle of Old Rip Van Winkle that we finished off in Nashville that everybody signed. I'm, make, I'm actually going to have a lamp made out of it. Old Fitzgerald, eight-year, bottled in bond, right? Yep. That's episode 109. Wasn't as far long ago as what I thought. A year and a half ago? No, a year ago. Because it was the end of 2022. So, like, this is a, like, this is a blunt force object right here. Was it in twenty twenty two? Yeah, maybe we had it. Maybe you had it multiple times. I don't think so. I don't know. I've drank a lot of it. You had oh episode. You had it on two different episodes. This okay. is the third time. <laughs> episode sixty four. There we go. That's twenty twenty one. And then you also had old Fitzgerald, regular old Fitzgerald, on episode thirty two in twenty mm-hmm. twenty. Yeah, I still have that bottle upstairs. Uh, what's, a, what's a good song? I don't know. I don't know how to pair a song with this. Um, I tell you who I've been listening a lot of lately is uh, Silas Jones, Green Day. Yeah, we had a Green Day song last week. I think maybe that's what what did it. I'm going to do another Green Day song. <laughs> okay. Not, not, not some the same song. Hopefully it's not the same one. Is it from Dookie? Uh, I think it's from Brains too. Okay. Um, I don't know. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this drink prepared, and then you all enjoy a little Green Day when I come around. Season? Nope. Never mind. Just take my word for it. It's a good song. <laughs> It'll come back around here. This just smells like a good bourbon. Like, you know... It's worth it. Yeah. That is from Dookie. When I come around? Yeah. 1994. It's a great album. When you were born, right? Welcome to paradise. I'm going to watch blue on this like it was fucking coffee. <laughs> is it hot? <laughs> no, it might be. Mm, it is good. It's good solid bourbon. Ah, fall time, David. Football's in full swing. Yeah. Ohio's 
State snuck a victory out over Notre Dame. I'm sure you're happy. That was a complete demolition. I'm not a Browns fan. Yeah, you will be after this year. <laughs> I'm going back. Going back. Deshaun Watson is going to be MVP. No. Yeah. Feeling sorry for yourself. Did you ever go look at the um, Simpsons movie? No, I need to. God, it's, it's I saw it in theaters when it first came out. So it was I. a completely full theater. I think I saw I was in like the second row. <laughs> Nearly cried. Did you? Nearly cried because I'm an emotional like this is this is my thing. Uh, yeah. And so as as the movie starts, there's no spoilers here, but you need to go watch it if you haven't watched it. Streaming now on Disney Plus. Use our code. Yeah, I do have a code actually. <laughs> Use code Gary to get three uh, percent off. It, it belongs to the old website we used to run. Oh, but uh, you know they're playing the was it Twentieth Century Fox? And it and Ralph Wiggum and Ralph Wiggum is on there, and I'm like, I'm watching The Simpsons in a fucking theater. And then the first joke, the first joke of the movie is Homer Simpson laughing at you. Yeah. Why would we go to the movies? Why would we pay to go to the movies when you can sit at home and watch this for free? <laughs> Good old Homer. I saw this. Uh, I'm sure you've seen this before, but it was like a map of Springfield. Like someone did like a layout based on like where things are in the show. Mm-hmm. I meant to send it to you, but I'm, I figured you had seen it before. Like, that's pretty cool. Someone drew like, here's I mean, what played, uh, looks like. What was the hit and run? Is that Springfield, USA. Where you had to. It was like Grand Theft oh, yeah, Auto for the Simpsons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they should do a Simpsons version of it. They mm. should do Simpsons uh, basketball. Simpsons version of everything. All right. Like, so you're going to do Simpsons basketball. What? What's your, Who's your dream team? My dream team? Yeah. Like, oh, so let's say we're going to play. It's going to be NBA Jam style game. So it's two on two. Okay. Probably. I got to have Homer. Okay. I feel like Homer is your 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 stopper. He's like your center, and then Not probably Bart. You can do like Homer Bart, Bart to be my outside outside shooter. I'm gonna go uh, Otto. Okay. I've, he looks a little athletic because <laughs> he's tall and white. And Professor Frank. Okay. Because he's gonna be smart and he'll come up with some contraption. <laughs> I'm sure he's got. There's gotta be a gimmick, right? He's gotta have some kind of gimmick. Yeah. I mean, they had they've had basketball players on. Yeah. So you can't, yeah, it has to be an actual character. They're, so, do you know the most famous basketball player they've had on the show? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Close, very close. Same team. He was, I thought Kareem was on there. Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson. I remember Magic Johnson episode. <laughs> yeah. Oop. Magic Johnson congratulates Homer when Homer, not to spoil it, but it's one of the best episodes ever. Homer, um, Stops a nuclear catastrophe by playing any mini money mo, <laughs> and then so everybody's like, "Oh, he's the genius!" And so they put him in a test situation, do it again, and he fails, and the, and he deals in the dictionary. It's called pulling a homer. <laughs> but I digress. All right, I'm gonna drink some. Uh, also, Old Fitzgerald bottled and bond. Yep. Go Sorry. if you can find it, go get it. It's mighty tasty. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna drink some beer. So, um. I had this, I honestly forgot that I had it in my fridge, but I grabbed um, a couple weeks ago. There's a brewery. It's actually a Kentucky brewery, mm-hmm. uh, Braxton. They're in Northern Kentucky. Um, not they really like Kentucky, to but... do partnerships with local establishments and do collaborations that are not like two brewery cl- collaborations. Like they've done collaborations with pizza places. They've done a couple with great, a bunch with graders actually. Yeah. Um, and then they recently, this beer has existed previously and they, the brewery that made it closed down. So then now this place is partnering with Braxton on this beer. So there's a, a bakery called the Bon Bonnery and they make this legendary dessert called opera cream. It's an, it's, it's a cake tort, whatever you want to call it, but it's opera cream. So it's like a cream chocolate thing. It's fantastic. Let's just say that. Um, So you already know what it tastes like. The beer version of that. Yeah. Yeah, so opera cream stout. 
dessert like sweet it's stout. It's a delicious milk stout made up of chocolate and caramel malt. See, those are lies. Those are fucking lies. And hops to give. This is the actual ingredients. Made up of chocolate and chocolate malt is a thing and caramel malt is a thing. <laughs> sure. It's a type of malt. Uh, yeah. It's then we had lactose. Which I mean, is if it doesn't. If sugar. It, so by your description. And hops. That's a real thing, too. Unfortunately. To give the beer um, a sweet finish and full mouth feel. And then they added. It doesn't uh, taste like a Whopper. You know, the candy Whoppers. <laughs> Which are malt? Yeah, I mean, no Boy, malt is like malt is is. No, I'm telling you what a whopper roasted. is. I'm telling you what a whopper is. Yeah, malt in beer terms is barley that's roasted. Um, the malt is a universal term. Yeah. So anyway, then they, then the thing that puts it over the top for me, Gary, is with the addition of Bon Bonnery's proprietary Opera Cream coffee beans roasted by Seven Hills after fermentation. So this is the coffee version of that beer. Um, really cool can. It's got the Opera Cream, if you can see it, Opera Cream Stout. Um, but I've been, I poured this a little while ago, let it warm up a little bit, but it smells very like that. Ooh, it's like, so dark. I know. It smells very much like coffee and cream. Oh, but sweet. You had me a coffee. Yeah. Coffee's out. It's so very, good. it's like that perfect mix of sweet and bitter. Like you get the bitter from the coffee, but not too bitter, but then sweet, but not over, like not so sweet that it's like, oh, I only want a little bit of this. Like, you know, that right. like sweet, sugary, like, I don't know, overly sweet. Like this is a good sweet beer that makes you want to drink. A few of them. And it's only like 5.5% too. So anyway, I'm, I'm enjoying that. I got a six pack of these. These might be gone tonight. I'm just kidding. I don't think I can drink six of them, but. Okay. So we're going to pull back the curtain a little bit on the oh, podcast. That's... I got to You got to play my song. We're recording a little early. Oh, so yeah. So there's a band. Uh, so the, the opera cream is a tort, not a, not a cake, but by the mm-hmm. band cake, there's a song called opera singer. So that's my song. Opera singer. The hell fucking spell opera, right? O P E R A. Let's see what we can come up with on Opera Singer by Cake. Oh, hold on. Thought you would have had it queued up. You ready? Yep. It took me a second to find it. I do like cake. I like monkey. A little bit in there. On the horn. I am an opera singer. I stand on painted tape. Fun fact, I've seen cake in concert like eight times. Where I'm going and where to throw my cape. I call my Solid baby. Yeah. I like it. That song fits perfectly with this uh with this beer. So it's now it's on the playlist anytime you drink that beer. So if you're not in Cincinnati Unfortunately, can't get that beer, but but well, you call can David. do it. You can deliver it. Yeah. Um, one of the things I enjoyed. So going back quickly to Great American Beer Fest. Shout out to Third Eye Brewing. Third Eye Blind, good band. But they won Brewery of the Year. Were you there, Chairman? Four medals. I took off my shirt. I ran around. That That's impressive. I mean, Brewery of the Year. So the brewer. Kelly Montgomery, the brewer, mm-hmm. brewery he was at previously won Brewery of the Year for like a smaller size, very small Brewery of the Year, two times in a row. So this is the third time this guy's won Brewery of the Year. He's a magic brewer, baby. Magic. He's got magic beans or something in there. He got the magic stick. So um, shout out to them. Also, 10 medals from Cincinnati breweries. I mean... Is there any Kentucky, other place the whole state of Kentucky had zero. Shout out to Kentucky for holding yeah, it. Shout out. 
Was, so while you were in Colorado, when did this intermittent fasting phenomenon take over? It came. It started after. So you're like, hey, I like this idea. I've been listening to Andrew Huberman. Yep. Um, tell me, tell me about because I've done intermittent fasting. Yeah. With this, have you changed your diet, or is it just you've just changed your eating window? Um, and are you on like a, a little bit? Are of you on a twelve? six or or 12 eight. yeah <laughs> there's like 18 eight. hours no eight uh, i can eight. eat eight hours 16 eight so okay. so what's your times yeah so i 12 to 8 i can eat mm -hmm. 12 p.m to 8 p.m and then i obviously 801 to 11 what you know whatever i feel like it so for and me nothing in the meantime be, yeah except for water and black coffee yeah I've always heard I like black under thirty calories. Yeah, which work. I'm fine. I haven't eaten anything when I've when during the time I've been doing it, so I'm fine with. Like I like coffee. Like I like black coffee. So for me, it was just an, a way to be more mindful about eating because I was very bad about just like snacking at all times of the day, morning, night, evening, mm -hmm. anytime. <laughs> so Keep that was what it was for snacking. me. Yeah. Yeah. It was more about that. So I usually do. So now I started lunch. I'll do, you know, whatever my normal lunch is. And you I'll get your eight meals in before eight o'clock. Small snack. In One the meal on the hour. And then, yeah. And then dinner. That's all I need. Also, I got a comment uh, from last week's podcast. Yeah. They heard your dog. I was like, yeah, she hates me. She is sleeping behind me right now. You can't see her, but she's chill. It's my security yeah. security guard. Yeah. So will you carry this intermittent fasting into Italy? Because I feel like one mm. is going to be, a, it's going to be a weird time shift. I know you're going into the future. Yeah, probably not. But also I feel like it's a little easier for me to, when I'm traveling to not just eat all the time because I don't have like a pantry full of food. So I think that I'll just be, I don't know if I'm going to be strict about it, but I'm going to obviously be more mindful. I've also heard that, especially in Italy, of course, home of pasta, breads, yeah, all that. That's why I'm going. That is actually so good for you. Like the, the, the ingredients food. are natural. Yeah. You don't feel bloated. Yeah. You don't get that weird stuff. They do drink um, instead of water, wine. So, Apparently the sure. water, the wine is cheaper than the water. Yeah, I mean Jesus so. changed. He actually did that for him. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, turn water into wine. Like so, oh, what yeah, Jesus? This so what's party, the? Jesus. We've talked about your flight to Hawaii and how you shifted that, but you're going yeah. forward. What? How? What's the flight time to from Cincinnati to? So we're going Italy. Cincinnati to London. Oh, that's Heathrow. Like Seven, yeah, seven-hour flight, I think. King's Cross? Oh, that's a train station. Or I don't know. We're going to Heathrow. Yeah. And then uh, that's seven hours, and then... Um, How long is your layover there? Like four hours. So a little <laughs> bit of a long layover, and then it's a two-and-a-half-hour flight to... Madrid. We're going to Rome first. Mm-hmm. Are you going and to the Vatican? Then, no. We are staying right by the Vatican, though, but we're not going. The We're Pope like outside of the Vatican. Request you to show up. Yeah. Now you're too old for him anyway. Pope on a rope. Uh, no, I have zero interest in going to the Vatican. But we can see like the works of Michelangelo and the Sistine Chapel. The yeah. No, no. Oh, that so is cool because it's the smallest country in the world. Are you up on this trend where women ask their husbands how often they think about the Roman Empire? No, it's a thing. The Roman like, Empire. The Roman Empire. Like I feel like there, there's this blanket statement that all men think about the Roman Empire all the time. <laughs> I mean, I actually like listen to books that like reference it, but I don't think I think about it all the time. Yeah, I would say once. A, Me either. Once every ten days at max. Yeah, that would be. Like, that's probably. Like more I listen than to. Studied Julius Caesar a little bit. I thought he was a pimp for <laughs> clapping Cleopatra's cheeks. Turns out she was really young at the time, so it wasn't as cool after the fact. Yeah. 
It was okay. And she was also married to her brother at the time. History is just a weird, weird place. Yeah. So I don't Who's know. Who's your favorite historical figure? Ooh, my favorite historical. Michael I Jordan. really got into Napoleon. I like, I was into the French Revolution a lot too. So like Napoleon, you know, they just shipped him off to like his own piece of land yeah, in South Island. America. Yeah, he's yeah. like just chilling. <laughs> and I, whatever. But he came back. He did. He well, he did. Yeah. He's like hell. Uh, you can't keep me down, bro. Yeah. So, the seven seas. <laughs> when I was in school, I feel like you know you do the thing where you keep learning the same shit over and over. I never did world history until like tenth grade, and we talked a lot about the about the French Revolution, and that was like a whole new world to me because I'd only ever learned American history. I'd never done any world history before. So that like that fascinated me. Did you do you remember the di- directoire? The no. directory where they essentially had this like it was like a five judge panel of like five presidents. What are you doing? <laughs> they had like a five judge panel that um yeah, that basically decided whether you got the guillotine or not and then well that was when Rebs Pierre came in. So I don't know. I was a big, yeah, I was big into the Chubbs Pierre. Yeah, Chubbs Pierre. <laughs> that sounds like a, a character on Mike Tyson Punch Out. <laughs> Chubbs Pierre. That's a, that's a Chub, I mean, that's my next dog's name. Chubbs. Chubbs Pierre. What's got? Isn't Chubbs from Happy Gilmore? What's yeah. the guy's with the pick with the fake arm? Yeah, it's Chubbs. Chubbs and Bob Barker in heaven. Yeah. Or the alligator got his arm. I don't know. Well, the Browns, since Nick Chubb got injured, according I to know, Google, bro. they replaced him with Pierre Strong. Chubbs to Pierre. Strong Chubb. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> where we go. Strong Chubb, baby. That's, that's, they used to call me back in the day. Strong yeah. Chubb. Strong. Oh. <laughs> Strong Chubb. Strong chip. Let's go. Uh, let's cover a couple more news stories here. What, All right. what do you What do you like? And what's what piqued your interest this week? I said I was going to tell you the 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 um, Blue Moon story. So we we're talking mm. about Blue Moon. So Molson Coors, which owns Blue Moon, um, decided to uh, rebrand um, Blue Moon, and with that, they're refresh not re- rebranding, refreshing it. So. They're changing like the the sky or the the whatever the mountains on the back of the thing is not going to be there. Blue moon light sky, which is their light version, is no longer going to be um, a thing. It's just going to be blue moon light, and then with that, they're releasing a non-alcoholic version of blue moon. It's going to be the first like major non-alcoholic wheat beer. But uh, blue moon, so blue moon started in Denver, and it was actually a a craft kind of brand and they actually have a uh, tap room where apparently they make some incredible like tap room exclusive beers and we were going to go there turns out they're only up until like four o'clock on sunday or the day that we're going to go so we weren't able to go but they did they want to medal at at grand american beer fest this year so yeah shout out blue moon i'm not a big blue moon fan i mean i don't hate wheat beer i used to not really not like wheat beer i just don't drink that much of it but um I don't, I'm not a big, huge blue moon drinker. Are you like, I feel like people love it or they are just not into it at all. I see. Uh, it's like a, it's a presentation thing, right? You get the blue moon, you get the orange on there. Yeah. I'm not, I, I'm going to be honest. I don't know that I've ever actually partook in a blue moon. <laughs> partook. Like uh what's the other thing that I feel like is a, just a, it's probably decent, but it's just overplay like uh, Stella Artois. No, Stella's terrible. It's so bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's, like, terrible. it's just one of those things like, like drink a Stella. Have you ever had drink a Stella and like don't know what it is, and you're like, oh my god, this is awful. This Are we gonna weird. be like, mm, that's not beer? It's terrible. I mean, I'm if a macro beer is is good, I'll tell you, but Stella is is horrible. Um, just not a fan. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Blue Moon. I kind of wanted to go to the because their tap room looked kind of cool, and of course they've got a lot of money, so. They have a lot of money to make it cool. <laughs> hey, cash rules everything around me, baby. Get the cream, That's Blue right. Moon, y'all. So um, I see you put another news story here. I don't, I don't, let me 
before Did you, you see which one. So I feel like Buffalo we've traced one. We no no no. Oh, I feel like we talk. You talk mad smack against Brewdog. Oh yes, I have. And so only right they partner with Budweiser. Well, are they going to release a uh, plutonium can or something? I think the last story we did on Brewdog was like they released some gold cans and they weren't actually fucking gold and people sued. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So I did you know this, Gary? China is the number, world's number one beer market. I mean, it's got world's Most number people. one amount of people. <laughs> so everybody well, I mean, just bought one beer a year. Yeah, even the kids. So... uh they're announcing that they're joining forces with Budweiser China. China. Brewdog is and would start brewing Brewdog's Punk IPA Hazy Gin and Elvis Juice by the end of March at something near the Southeast Coast. In addition, they are uh, um, going to open up a bar in Hong Kong, which is interesting. Hong Kong's known for like their nightlife and things like that. And they were semi-autonomous, trying to start to rein that back in. So, I don't know. It's interesting. I feel like BrewDog always tries to, like, throw money at things that they think will make them money, and they never really do. They had, like, a bar that, um, in Denver, I think, it, and I looked it up, it's been, like, half-built for, like, four years now. Obviously, COVID might have had a little bit of a an effect on that, but they seem like they, they try to go into places where Go into the neighborhoods, find the hip area, and then try to leech off of, of course. whoever. <laughs> like they're a leech leech type of company, um, and their owner just seems like a, little, a kind of a scumbag. So, a little sus, as the kids say, yeah. a little sus. I mean, allegedly, of course, we got to say that to to protect ourselves in case. I don't want this podcast to end me up in uh, in a legal battle because then we'd have to dip into our funds to pay for a lawyer. I know. Our Wait, I don't know if we happened. can afford old Jimmy McGill. We, um, not to spoil anything, but an uh, on-site podcast maybe in the near future and then yeah. before the end of the year. Won't, won't, we won't spoil that, but just know you boys got something in the works. Yes. Maybe we'll fi- we'll finally do a live episode right. I don't, I don't, I think we just do it on our phone. And we got to do one from uh, when the new... Uh, Dreaming Creek opens up in yeah. Berea. Ber- is that how you say it? Berea? Berea? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Home of Berea College. Down by Bucky's. I guess their, their current it's location that. is where Bucky's is, right? Richmond. Yeah. yeah. The the Richmond's close is Bucky's in Richmond. Berea's yeah. 20 miles south. So Madison Southern, if you're proper. <laughs> the other one, Gary, I'm surprised you didn't jump all over this one because you love like this topic of like bourbon and, and like the people bringing back stuff, but Buffalo trace is bringing back five prohibition era whiskeys for a limited time. Limited time. Unda- unveiling this year's prohibition collection. Uh, and then they're, uh, um, I'm trying to find the names of them. Yeah, I got it right Three here. Fathers. Walnut Hill. Yep. I used to live in Walnut Hills. Mm hmm. Uh, okay. George C. Stagg, Spiritus yep. Fremonte. I feel like these are all just knockoffs of something they've already got. Probably. Uh, you mentioned Three Fathers. Three uh, Feathers. Golden Wedding. Three Feathers. Feathers, Fathers. Golden Wedding. That sounds naughty. 107 proof rye whiskey. No thanks. That's what Golden Wedding is? Yes. Okay. Um, Old Stag. Yeah. Which we've got Stag Jr. now. It's a barrel proof, uncut, and unfiltered whiskey. Okay. Also, that one looks, the bottle looks cool. Yeah. And that's it. Three Feathers is a 100 proof bottle and bond. Walnut Walnut Hill Hill is a 90. I like the, actually, I like the the Walnut Hill Mm -hmm. logo or the the label. Well, I, I, this is a money grab, right? Because did you see how much they are? No. uh, For five 375 milliliter bottles. So for three half, so for the whole collection for half a fifth a grand. Yes. Nine ninety nine. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, I need to log in to see if we won a. Uh... No, it's Friday. Friday we're in a barrel draw again. Okay. 
Pray for us, guys. Pray that we get a barrel. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Jeebus. Um, the other piece, so your friends from Legion. Mm-hmm. I think that this is going to be big, Gary. Okay. The new big thing is partnering, because I, I think that Japanese whiskey is going to start to get bigger here in America. I think that's the next big thing, Japanese whiskey. I mean, sure. But their Suntory, which is Jim Beam, partnered with uh what is it yama yamazaki japanese whiskey so they made a legion version of yamazaki that is a it's a what is it a legion finished in yamazaki casks aged in wine and sh- wine and sherry casks I, i'm confused at what this actually is that, that's what legion's finished in, in sherry cask was, yeah I, did, I was not a fan i'm not a fan of anything like even you know, I love uh, Basil Hayden, and they have the whatever it is that I've got. It's okay, finished. here we go. Legion Yamazaki Cask Finished Blend starts as a Kentucky straight bourbon crafted from American grain. After eight years of aging in the state, it was transported to the outskirts of Kyoto in Japan for finishing and blending in the Yamazaki Distillery, said so to have a warm, humid climate. And then that is finished in. Uh, wine and sherry casks. And it is $199 for this bottle. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Not worth. Not <laughs> worth. But I did get an email from our friends um, from Woodford Reserve. Yeah. And they have they are introducing a new whiskey. And so the email Reserve. said... The email header is surprise new distillery series release. So it is the toasted four grain series. So it's distillery series, toasted oak, four grain, and the collected line of a one of a kind expression distillery series pushes the creative boundaries of whiskey. So it's not bourbon. It's whiskey. Each selection is masterminded by master distiller, Elizabeth McCall, and you can only buy it at the distillery and, and limited Kentucky retailers. This is a blend of, bur- of Woodford's bourbon, rye, and wheat whiskey finished in a toasted oak barrel. Each whiskey starts in a new standard oak finish and a standard new oak finished in a heavy toasted new oak. So yeah. it's, it's homage to the double oak. Hmm. I don't think I would like that. Um, so it, it's 90 proof. Okay. The nose. The, the nose got me. Yeah. Sweet hints of marzipan. I don't, I'm gonna have to Google marzipan. That sounds like a uh, like a medicine. Marzipan is uh, oh, I don't know it. Marzipan is almond candy dough. Yeah. Why didn't they just say almond? So sweet hints of marzipan, honeycomb, brown sugar, and butterscotch. The taste is. Toasted oak, slight spice with a touch of maple syrup and butterscotch, and it has a crisp and subtly sweet finish. Uh, right now, you can purchase it at the distillery for 119 bones. Worth or 19. not? $119. $119. I don't know. I feel like we're getting to the point where everything that's... Everything's not. 100 bucks now. I know. <laughs> so maybe, I don't bucks. know. Um, to say? it's like, I feel like it's not going to be my thing. It's like double oak toasty. Yeah. You're not heavy on the oak on the yeah. char. Like, yeah, I love a devil's cut or, you know, yeah. one of my favorite or the Jim Beam double oak as well as the Woodford double oak is chef's kiss for me. Yeah. But I just don't like, I'm not a fan. I was not a fan of their weeded whiskey. And I'm really not a super fan of rye so who's to say hmm. well so next last, week david go ahead yeah i was gonna one more story gary one more this one kind of tickles me a little bit so the red you know the red rocker is no sammy hagar so he, he, he is red hair does he i don't know he's called the red rocker but he's like one step below kiss level of like putting his name on everything <laughs> 
Um, he He's is got tequila. You know, yes, frontman for Van Halen and Montrose, which I never even heard of. Um, he's been successful 69. in the spirits business, most notably tequila, as you mentioned. But he is releasing a beer uh, called the Red Rocker Lager, made here in Detroit Rock City through his relatively new Red Rocker Brewing Co. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Like, there's how, so many. Oh, so in the in Ben's article connected. is his yeah. age. How old is Sammy Hagar to be getting into this business? Oh, I didn't look at it. How old is he now? Mm-hmm. Seventy-two. Seventy-five. Oh, I was gonna say seventy-five, and I was like, no way, he's not that old. I know, like that. And all those '80s rockers are '70s and '80s have been around forever. That's just red rocker. Know. I don't know. There's so many like. I feel like the two things that we've seen the most in the past three years Which, that we've been doing this, three and a half years we've been doing this podcast is celebrities. Celebrity, yeah. And then like everything being exclusive. Uh, no, not exclusive, but everything being made into alcoholic versions of everything. Oh, yeah. Like Sunny D. I'm still on the hunt. I, I was just about to say, I'm still on the hunt for Sunny D. <laughs> I saw the Sunny D. I should have got you some. It's, yeah, everything is commercial and crazy stupid yeah um so next week we will not have a podcast because david will be in italia italy he's mm-hmm. gonna be doing his best day portnoy uh impression trying to get some uh All pizza, the pizza pizza reviews pizzeries um i may do a solo podcast the old von style do it or what if it's just me recording myself getting drunk not even talking just sitting here drinking <laughs> Just talk me drinking you. with my like show my internet searches like just me just <laughs> yeah you know. so uh if you want to keep up with david you can follow him on twitter at mma mckinney on x same thing x.com slash mma side note is, is, is can you get to it by x.com um, don't accidentally type in three x's x Nope, it's still Twitter.com. Like still Twitter.com. Um, side note, I went to an autism conference this weekend. Yeah. Where the key speaker was autistic. There, I didn't know anything about her. She's an old lady. Her name's Temple Grandin. Do you know who Temple Grandin is? No. I'm not There's a movie. Um, I know, but so that's not her main thing. The main thing is she's like some kind of crazy livestock woman who made processing plants. Livestock? Yeah, there's an HBO movie about her. Okay. That stars Jessica Chastain as her. Okay. Jessica Chastain's hot. So anyway, she's talking about... verify that. Who, Jessica Chastain? You know who Jessica Chastain is. Do I? Yeah, she's redheaded. Oh, yeah. Hot? Yeah. What's she in? I'm like... She did a bunch of stuff. Anyway. I feel like I'm... Okay, go ahead. She's speaking about autism stuff and but she's talking about famous people who she thinks is autistic she says elon musk is for sure autistic oh yeah and that he's amazing when it comes to rockets and cars but he needs to stay off social stuff and they got a good pop from the crowd i was like <laughs> takes one to no one so yeah well i feel so follow like up with, with, with stay off of social media i do i'm only on it for memes usually yeah or sometimes i'll try to make fun of you but generally memes you go to our website, beersbeardspod.com. You get a free trial of Amazon Music by clicking the link in the show notes. You can subscribe to Beers and Beards Plus for absolutely no reason other than you want to support us. We're on Twitter, Beers Beards Pod, or X, however you say it. Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Yep. Back pages. <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, enjoy your trip, man. Have fun. See, you've got an hour to get some snacks in. I know. So go do that. And in in our absence for the week, not that we've never been absent. We've been absent more this year than we were in our first two years. But take the time. Listen to some old episodes. Enjoy yourself. Listen to What's a good one, Gary? Oh, the one we went to Sawstone, and then we came back, and we recorded together, and we both were. Kind of drunk. Drunk. What, was, what episode was our uh, blind bourbon tasting? 
Maybe you can repost that. Just repost. Yeah, I'll, I'll repost one next week. So yeah, uh, enjoy I, yourself. You can do it. In, here's what you do: you do a little intro. You say a classic from the vault episode. Yeah. Also, okay. have you thought about what kind of gift you're going to give me while you're gone? Yes. Okay. Am, actually, as long as, on, let me find out what episode that was. Our birthdays are both coming up. I know we have to do a birthday show. Birthday podcast. We did not get chosen for the birthday bourbon this year. Fuck you, old Forster. Um, <laughs> that day. was episode 90. Episode 90. So I'll repost episode 90 this week. I'll give a little shout out to Uncle Mike. Um, but yeah, enjoy yourself, David. Have fun. Be safe. Rebel, yeah, 100. Cool. Mm. I need to re listen to that episode. Yeah, Maybe I'm I'll sure you get sloppy after about 35 minutes. <laughs> Probably get sloppy. Yeah. All right. All right. Good right. guys. You. Enjoy yourself. We'll be back in a couple weeks with something brand new. I'll buy, I'll buy a new bourbon. All right. I'll break over and buy a new bourbon. We'll see, we'll see what we got. All right. But until then, goodbye.